Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Outtakes. I'm Lori Baker. This interview is with Michael Grimm, who won the Million Dollar Prize as a contestant on Season 5 of the NBC TV show America's Got Talent. He headlined the first National America's Got Talent tour, and since then he has played in venues all around the world with his soulful voice and southern manner. Here is Tammy Weston to talk to Michael about his music career, America's Got Talent, and more. Thank you, Michael, for uh, joining me this afternoon. Um, I'm a really big fan. Um, I uh, came up, actually came across your music by accident. Uh, doing, I was doing research uh, for a project I was working on and uh, happened to find your YouTube uh, channel and absolutely fell in love with your rendition of These Arms of mine. And oh, although I well, love great Otis Redding, I just, your rendition just absolutely blew me away. So, uh, but before I get into well, thank you. to all of my um, fandom, <laughs> uh, I, I, what your beginning? I'd really love to know. Um, did you come from a musical family? Uh, you know, I, I grew up with my grandparents. Uh, they raised me from when I was uh, five years old. Uh, my sister and I both. Uh, and my grandmother, she, she, uh, she, she is the main inspiration for, for what I do. Uh, she, she would play piano in church the way her, her mother taught her to play. She, she didn't know a, a chord or a key or knew anything really, technically about music, but she could play like she did. She, she just had an ear for it, and it inspired me. And I would sing next to her with my sister in church when we were kids, and. And uh, I, mean, I just always told her, I, you know, as a, as a child, that I, I was going to grow up and and become a singer and become famous <laughs> and buy her a buy her a mansion with the limo and a butler Aww. and all this stuff, you know, that a kid is thinking of. Those you know. dreams, yes, yes. Uh, part of the the love that I have for your music is the fact that I can truly just hear that that connection that you have with the with the song uh, and just hear that soulful. I think that's really what impressed me was just hearing that soul in your voice and uh, just that feeling. Well, you know, growing up in, uh, in South Mississippi, you know, I grew up in, in a little town called Waveland, Mississippi. Um, you know, that, that New Orleans influence along with the, the gospel music, uh, and we're right at the crossroads of some great blues out there and, and, and soul music that comes out of out of Memphis and Muscle Shoals and so I I, I just had a, a lot of that and you know, that was another influence that I had uh uh you know, playing those bars when I was uh twelve years old and, and listening to those to the jukebox, you know, and hearing hearing Otis Redding play and mm. 
and uh, you know Dr. John and and things that you you don't get to hear a lot of too much outside of of the South. Uh, um, so you know it, it it really you know when I heard when I heard Otis Redding, uh, I was I was astounded. I was just blown away at this this man the way he he delivers uh, his mm-hmm. lines and so truthful and. And I, and I remember feeling when I was when I was 18, I, I really felt what he was singing when I had my first heartbreak, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I really dig it, uh, dug into to his to his style and his music, and and it healed me at times, and it still does. And and even Aretha Franklin, that's another one. Oh my God, and Etta James. And, mm-hmm. There's so many, so many uh, great soul singers, uh, and that's really where, where I uh, woke up to soul music. Because before that, I was, I was really just trying to get into the country music field, you know, and uh, had an album out when I was 17 in Nashville, and you know, didn't didn't work for me. It was like I was, I felt like I was constantly fighting. That that business in Nashville and uh, it's so political. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you can really tell. I mean, I think that is your genre, really. It just it fits you just beautifully. I I can't. I I wish I could express <laughs> as a fan. Um, you know, where you know Otis Redding touched you, or Aretha Franklin, Etta James. Um, I think you do the same for others uh, in your, with your music. Well, thank you. I, I, just for me, as uh, you know, I've, I've never turned away from the music. I've always, no matter how much turmoil was in it, it's all I know, and I love it because uh, to me, it's therapy. When I when I sing, uh, it gets it gets those things in my mind and and that are weighing heavy on my shoulders. It, it takes it off, you know. And it feels good, and and I use it more so as as therapy in my life. You know. Did you uh, find it uh, harder to break into that part of music? I never, you know, I never really looked at it, you know, uh, in in any you know uh, way like that. I, I, you know, I I hear people saying, well, you need you need your you need your ghetto card if you're going to be mm-hmm. singing that kind of music, you know, and. Uh, and, and me, I, you know, I, 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 music is music to me. So yeah, yeah. That music, I, I really gravitated to. Yeah. And, um, and to yeah, me, I've, it's never been hard. It wasn't a hard transition. It was a natural transition for me. Uh, were you accepted though? I mean, did people give you a hard time, or you know? No, I've never, never had a hard time with it. Uh, fortunately. Um, the only hard time I've had with that style of music would be getting the music industry to to uh, to back that, you know. And uh, I've heard them say uh, that it's just a long line to stand in. You yeah. Know? And uh, but it's it's what I love, and I that's why I haven't done the other stuff. You know, really got out there and and and, and did the you know top forty. What's what's currently popular, you know? Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm in the music business for. Um, uh, what? Just to be famous or anything like that, no. Yeah, 
Yeah. What uh, What helps you to choose your mute your songs? The songs that I've that I've done throughout my career. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Uh, any song that you've done with uh, uh, I mean, the covers that you, you do. Know. What What makes you choose? Um, I guess my my two favorites that you do are these arms of mine and I'd rather go blind. I mean, I I could listen to those over and over and over and over again. Um, you know, and I I guess I find uh, myself thinking, what makes you choose that song as opposed to you know maybe something else? Well, when you 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 listen to Otis Redding or Etta James in this case, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the way they delivered that, it's like oh, I, you, I'd listen to it and I would go, I wish I could do that, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll try it. Step up to the plate, Mike, and 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 just dig into your soul and. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's really about the lyrics, too, you know, because those type of soul songs, they're, they're spoken. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not Bob Dylan poetry, you know. Right. Um, they're coming straight from the heart. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that deep down, yeah. Yeah. And, and so you just, I just love digging into those lyrics, mm-hmm. and they're just wonderful lyrics. And, and, uh, and, not saying that Bob Dylan isn't. I mean, that's some of the best poetry in the world. Right. I mean, it's really no. It I know what you're saying. I, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's when you know. Again, um, going back to just listening to you, I I think that's what it was. Is that it's like you said, the Bob Dylan's. You know, he, he's more of a where he's. His music is more, more, more he's poetry. He's poetic, but he's, he, it does come right. from the heart. A lot of people right. don't realize how much it comes from the heart because they can't get through his harmonica playing in a song or something, you know? <laughs> or his feeling. voice for that matter. You know, but he's very deep, and uh, I love. I'm a big fan of Bob Dylan. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, when it comes to speaking straight from the heart, I mean, you listen to that that stuff that came out of Muscle Shoals and. Mm-hmm. It's just so magical. Everything is when you make a line up and say you don't miss your water, you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. Those mm-hmm. sort of, that's the kind of poetry that's involved in in soul music, and and I, I love it. Let's. I'd like to go back a little bit uh, to your uh, time on America's Got Talent. Uh, 2010, is that correct? There was a. I think it. I think I'm right in this. Um, the semifinals where you sang without your guitar. I, I did. Was, I'd like <laughs> to know what your feeling was on that. Um, actually, I didn't remember until you just mentioned that, that I, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> um, I recall. Uh, that was a big know. deal, though, wasn't it? I mean, because you're usually used to having your You know, I made some compromises with, with the, the show, and... Um, they suggested that I put the guitar down for a moment, and uh, and so so I did. But I feel I feel naked without my guitar, you know. Uh, I'm, I feel like Ricky Bobby on Talladega Nights. I don't know what to do with my hands. You know? <laughs> what are your What's your favorite? I guess your favorite and your, and the most discouraging part of this business. You 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 want the best and the worst of this that I've been through. Well, I think just um, I think kind of what I'm aiming for is uh, you know the best part of the business is um, yeah I guess for some people it might, would be 
playing to an audience or just being able to play their music. And, you know, then usually the discouraging part is the business part of the business, you know. <laughs> well, you, you just you just said it right there. Oh, okay. My <laughs> Did I just answer, answer my own yeah. question? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's it's when I'm on stage, it's the best time. After that show, when I was on there, it was it was it wasn't about being on stage and singing any longer. It was more about being like a a, a presidential candidate or something. You know, you just you you're on red carpets, you're you're shaking hands with people and socializing, and it's more of that than there is the, the music. And I and I must share this with you. I, I I love people, but people in the music industry can be very fake and uh so being around that after that moment on the tv show it, it wasn't pleasant for me i i wanted to be on stage i wanted to do what i love to do but i knew that was coming you know so mm-hmm. uh, i did it went got through it i can't say that that was some of the best moments though you know constantly flying and i mean mm-hmm. this is stuff people dream about that want to do that you know so i'm not complaining but it's just not what i'm in the music business for and and you got to do that you know but i I, i've made a good career and i've been very content uh out here in las vegas for the past 15 years doing my own thing playing casinos and 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 i and i realize that that uh my love for this business is not in the political bureaucratic side of this business mm-hmm. for sure i'm just not good with that and i don't and it's because i don't like it i don't don't like being around uh those sorts of people vultures and stuff i've been around it for a long time <laughs> and the way i deal with it is keeping it yeah. at, at arm length arm length yeah. distance you know and yeah they, i've been i've been in the entertainment industry too for about 25 plus years and I feel the same where, you know, yeah. I love, I, I'm a writer, and I love, love writing, and I love interviewing, you know, I interview artists that I truly, truly enjoy their work, but it, you know, there's always that other side of that business that you kind of have to deal with, so I completely you, you understand get it. that. Yeah, yeah, you see so. it, <laughs> definitely. And, uh, uh, what was your... Yeah. Um, I'd really love to know your feeling uh, the moment that you won. You know, I really did. Did you have an inkling that you had won? Win. No, not at all. I mean, even up to the end, I'm going, no, this this is not, you know, okay. Uh, my worst nightmare came true. I'm now, you know, on on stage next to this this wonderful little singer, Jackie Ivanko, you know, who is... Uh, I knew was going to win from the get-go. I was wondering why am I up here next to her in the end, you know. I, you know, so, and I call it my worst nightmare because I, you know, I, I thought about it and I went, wouldn't that be something if if I'm in the finale with with her in the finals there, you know, in the very end, and uh, boy, that came true. It was actually a, a great experience. I didn't know I was going to win when they said my name. Honestly, I thought at first they were saying the one that lost. I wasn't, I wasn't certain on that for a moment until uh, Jackie turned to me, the little girl, and and uh, and I turned to her and I gave her a big hug and and I asked her if she was she was all right, you know, in her ear. I said, "Are you okay?" You know, 
this, and she, she's, you know, nine-year-old girl going well, you through, do. <laughs> through that, you know, you, and, uh, no, it was, I was in shell shock for uh, quite a few days uh, after and, that moment. Uh, I couldn't, oh, just I just couldn't believe that it happened, you know. And the, uh, the reaction of your grandparents and Lucy? Um, you know, it was, <laughs> of course, everyone was, was astounded. They were, they were very excited. It was, uh, it was a great moment for my hometown back in Mississippi. Um, for everyone down there that, you know, it's, they needed that, you know, because that, that town right. was really only famous for being ground zero for Hurricane Katrina. So it needed some, it needed some good, uh, you know, publicity. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, actually, since I wanted to touch on that also, um, I wanted to know if you would mind sharing some of your memories and your efforts of of uh, Hurricane Katrina during that time. That was tough for me because I wasn't down there. I was already living in Las Vegas at the time, and, uh, and all of my family and friends down there. Uh, went through that and for about three days I could not contact anyone down there the phone lines were just jammed and mm. I didn't know what was going on and it, and it was uh, nerve-wracking for me I, I went down there that December uh, of that after the storm and got to see it and uh, it, it was nasty it was like a, there was nothing there I can't, I can't explain it there was nothing nothing left <laughs> at all I mean, like, a few buildings standing here and there but they they mm. they were then demolished after and you know uh the people down there were just in a really dark sad state uh you know and i knew that time would make it better mm-hmm. uh un- unlike uh as opposed to new orleans uh this is a small town and and uh, we've been through many hurricanes down there in that town. My family uh, has a long lineage of, of that going on down there. Um, but uh, but we're resilient, you know, and, and, and they are, and they, they came back, and, and uh, the town is uh, more beautiful than it's ever been. Um, you know, so I'm... I'm and the yeah, house that you that. Uh, built for your grandmother or your grandparents, did you? Is it in the same town, or did you? Uh... It's in the same county. Uh, I moved it up north of the county a little oh. bit on on higher ground, <laughs> where <laughs> where where hopefully that if we have another hurricane like that, it, it, that tidal surge won't won't come in oh. and uh, take it out, you know. But but wow, yeah, it's, pre- uh, it's just and, a precious and, story. Yeah, and uh, made sure the house is anchored down, <laughs> so that so that the water can't pick it up if it does come in there. Yeah. Uh, the house my grandmother had uh, during Katrina, or before Katrina, Katrina had li- literally lifted it off its foundation and put it into the front yard, dropped it completely off in the front yard. It was nasty. Wow, is that the worst uh, hurricane you have been in, or or, or have experienced? As far well, you weren't there, but I, the worst time, but. natural disaster that hit close to me. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, it's not the worst that, that they've been through down there, but it's definitely, you know, like uh, my hometown always talks about uh, Hurricane Camille back in the 19, late 1960s, Hurricane Camille. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've had many hurricanes since then, but, but Camille was that big one that everyone talked about. And when I went home for the first time after Katrina, I saw a big billboard sign on Interstate I-10 that said, Camille who? pretty clever (laughs) so now it's all about Katrina and when's that next Katrina going to come again but you know you you, you learn from it and uh, and a lot of my family and friends they refuse to move and and I get it I understand you know a lot of people say why why do you why would you they ask why would you want to live in an area like that well there's natural disasters that can occur anywhere you know and uh, yeah it's yeah. just the way it goes, right? But it, there's yeah. so so much rich culture down there. It, you know, I can see why it's hard for for people to pick up and and leave that area. Uh, and it's so beautiful down there too. You know. Yeah. Uh, how has your uh, has your life changed uh, drastically with your with this new fame that you have? Yeah. It, it it has and it's been a it's it's been a real blessing to me uh especially after all the chaos <laughs> the first couple years after the show mm-hmm. um you know and and now I'm back into to my seat where I feel comfortable and uh, the gigs that I feel comfortable doing and and um yeah it's you know a lot of people come out and see me in Vegas and and I'm I'm still Astounded that uh, they remember that that they you know they come out that I have those fans out there you know um, and they're devoted you know and and, and I'm very wow. blessed for that you know yeah. Do you do a lot of uh, touring? Well, we want to set up uh, another tour because um, I'd love for you to come to Seattle. <laughs> Well, I love Seattle, and I've been up there quite a few times, most of the time opening for Anna Nancy Wilson. Uh, oh, Hart, yeah. You know? um, I played, last time I was up there, I played in Redmond yep. um, with them. Yeah, and it was a wonderful venue, outdoor. I can't remember the name of this this uh, amphitheater, but it was outdoor, and it's set on some historical site, I recall, and it was just beautiful. And I love Seattle. I love the food. I love the scenery. My wife wants to move up there, and I don't blame her. Well, if you guys, um, if you ever have a concert here, I'd get first dibs on the first live interview. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, absolutely, and, uh, and I would love for that. Yeah. And fr- I'm in the front row, I tell you. Um, well, I'll get you backstage, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I wanted to uh, ask you about um, the this sudden change and fame uh, for your wife was this a big change for her to uh, um you know cuz she's not she's not you but yet she kind of ca- has to <laughs> endure she's the... Part of the she's part of the story too i mean yeah, i wanted to yeah. make it very memorable for uh, even more so for her when i won uh and i knew i was going to marry her so when i won i i didn't tell her actually i, I didn't tell anybody when i got on the ellen show i asked them if it were it was okay to to propose to her on the show, and 
Wow. And, uh, and, of course, they were, like, right on top of it. Before I could say anything, they had a big bouquet of roses. They brought, <laughs> they brought in. I don't know. I guess they keep them in the back just in case. And, wow, that's uh, really exciting to know that it really was completely out just for the moment. Oh, yeah, it was spare of the moment. My manager, nobody knew. No one knew. Black people, people, there were people that were happy about it. There were people that were shocked about it. They weren't, they weren't sure. They were like, are you sure, Michael? You know, you yes, of course I am. I've been with her for a few years now. I know who I want to be with, you know. Right. And, I, you know, and I, made a, I made a moment out of that on, on the Ellen Show. It wasn't to outdo anybody's proposals out there in the world just so they know. Because nope. <laughs> I get some guys come up to me going, oh, I can't outdo that. I'm going, the only reason why I did that is because it's on national TV, and how could she say no at least? <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll put it right on the spot now. She can never. <laughs> I think your presence comes across um, not only on stage but through, you know, on on screen. That um, you know, you're you're real. Uh, your music is real. When you sing, it's real. Um, it's there's nothing fake about it or, or pretentious or stage-like. I guess. Oh, um, you know, when say. they try, and that's 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 interesting you say that because, you know, the industry has tried to change me many times, and when they put that chicken suit on me, you know, I don't feel myself at all, and it feels disgusting, you know. Um, you know, so that's that's why I'm like, I, I, just, I, don't, I do my own thing, a little bit of a rebel, you know. Yeah. Um, but, do you uh, find you have to fight against that uh, to to play the music that you want to play or to be the person that you want to be on stage? Do you find that you have to fight against the... I, I don't, know. The uppers, it's I guess. It's only when... You know, being that I, I, I play my own music out here and I've done my own thing without anyone else, you know, involved, no middle people, maybe an agent, that's it, that books the gigs. But there's no one really there to tell me what to do. And, and when they do, I just say... <laughs> Okay, and then I go and do what I want to do <laughs> anyway because it's going to work and it, and it yeah. has. So they, I really don't get any, uh, any have any conflicts with that unless you know. So I have been approached by people in the business in the past, or when I get involved in the business, they want me to get, and then they want to change me, and that's always been the case. They want to change something about what I do, my look, my my sound, this and that, and maybe they're right, but they're, they're about changing some of the things. But let me be me. Don't don't try to put some some different hat on me that I don't like and 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 a sound that I'm not mm-hmm. for. And when that starts happening, I I move away from that situation. I just walk away. I don't fight it, you know, because it's if they're not getting it and they don't understand me. I know me. I've known me for now thirty, you know, seven years. So I'm mm-hmm. I've. <laughs> I know me better than they do. Yeah, right? yeah, but yeah. when they're trying to do that, it, it just puts a bad taste in my mouth. And I've always walked away from it. I don't, I don't fight them. I've tried in the past, and it just doesn't get you anywhere. Like I said, if they don't get it, they don't get it. You know. Yeah, yeah. You uh, perform in Vegas. Where can uh, where can people come to see you in Vegas? Um, I would say go go on uh, my website. MichaelGrimMusic.com or look look me up on Facebook. Okay. That's uh, some of the more popular social media sites. Uh, Facebook. And you do have a, and you have and, a YouTube channel, yes? 
Oh, that YouTube channel. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say just go to, to Facebook to find out on my website where I'm playing out when you're, you're coming to town. And, okay. uh, yeah, it's always up there. So thank you, Michael and Tammy, for that great interview. To keep up with future shows, please like my Facebook page at Outtakes on Blog Talk Radio and follow me on Twitter at Laurie's Outtakes. Until next time.